Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on Atlanta's own AM920. In this segment of the show, in our neighborhood spotlight, we're featuring Bridal Ridge in Swanee. If you're incoming or Alpharetta or Swanee or Johns Creek, you definitely want to pay attention to the segment because what's happening in Bridal Ridge might be the same thing that's happening in your neighborhood as well. Seller's property disclosure statements, they can be a little bit tricky. What needs to be revealed to the buyer, and how should the buyer depend on statements made in the seller's property disclosure? And believe it or not, one in five Americans rent storage spaces. I'm interested in learning a little more about who rents and why they rent, and we've got that in this segment. Don't forget, we want to connect with you, and it is easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com. That's G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments, you can push back, you can share ideas, you can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can um, uh, subscribe to our podcast. We would love for you to be a podcast listener. We're available on every major podcasting platform. And for those of you who are thinking, I don't know why I would need to subscribe, well, you do. You need to subscribe. That's all I can tell you. And that way you'll never miss a single episode, and you can listen to it at your leisure uh, wherever you are, whenever you choose to do it. Each week, we pick one specific Metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes in the market over the last few years. And this week, it is Bridal Ridge in Swanee. Now, that's for Scythe County Swanee, not Gwinnett County Swanee. We just featured or did a, a little segment on the city of Swanee being the sixth best place, the sixth best city-like suburb uh, to live in in North America. Well, this is in Forsyth County, Swanee. So if you are on Georgia 400 going north, you'll exit at exit 13, which is Georgia 141 or Peachtree Parkway in that area. You'll turn right onto 141. The neighborhood is on the right. You'll use Bridal Ridge Drive to enter the neighborhood. Let's take a look at what's happened in that neighborhood or that subdivision over the last three years. Subdivision is roughly 330 homes, give or take, in the last three years. Here's what's happened. In 2020, 18 of those 331 homes sold. We would expect there to be 21, 22, 23 sales, so a little lower than we would expect. Took 56 days from listing to contract. That means from the day the house was listed to the day it went under contract. Uh, it took a, um, uh, a whopping, at that time, 56 days. The average sales price in the subdivision, $444,072. That ranges from a low of $342,500 to a high of um, $545,000. Properties were discounted 0.9% off their list price before a buyer put it under contract. In 2021, there were 18 homes sold again. Days on the market went from 56 days in 2020 to 6 days in 2021. Average sales price increased 111,000 year over year. You heard that right, 111,000 from 444 to 555. It was ranged from a low of 425,000 up to a high of 660,000 homes sold in 2021 for 5.6% more than they were listed for. Talk about a situation where real estate agents were not able to get the right price, the right list price. They sold for 5.6% more in 2022. Only half of the number of sales in 2021 and 2020, we have nine sales for the year. The days on the market went to 20 days, which means your average home that went on the market stayed on the market 20 days before it went under contract with a buyer. And the average sales price increased another 100000 So the average sales price from 2020 to 2021 up 111000 
from 2021 to 2022, easy for me to say, up 100,000 even. They went from a low of 457,000 up to 847,700. And the average sales price in the neighborhood was 655,189. So 444, 555, and then 655. There's currently three homes available for sale in the neighborhood at an average list price of $721,000, which means there's 4.5 months worth of inventory. For those of you who listen to the show often, you know that less than four months worth of inventory is a seller's market. Four and five months worth of inventory is a balanced market. Over five months worth of inventory is a buyer's market. So in this case, Bridal Ridge is at the low end of a balanced market, which means if you're looking for homes for sale, and I'm not saying you can get a screaming deal in there because it could be that all of these properties that are currently listed are Mac Daddy perfect, but it would be a good place to look because you have over four months worth of inventory, which starts to put it in a balanced category. 331 plus or minus homeowners in the neighborhood. Average sales price in 2012 was $295,000. We compare that to the 655000 average sales price in 2020. And we know that homeowner equity in the neighborhood has grown $118 million, really $119 million. Why do we talk about that? Because I think... Uh, homeowner equity is a significant portion or a significant driver of net worth in the United States, and I believe that homeowners have uh, significantly higher net worth than renters. So I want to talk about it because I think it is it is it is very very important. For those who don't want to monkey around with their kids' education or the school's effect on home values, there's really one answer to that problem. And that is to get a school chimp report. And it is easy to get one. Go to gogaddisradio.com. On that top toolbar, you'll see the school chimp link. Um, I am going in here right now. Gogaddisradio.com. G O G A D D I S radio.com. And when you get there, you will see uh, a little more. Uh, button to the right, click on that, go to School Chimp, and you can enter just a little bit of information. You'll have the ability to produce a School Chimp report either that compares one Metro Atlanta high school to the average of all Metro Atlanta high schools or one Metro Atlanta high school to another one. You'll have to select the county, the city, and the school. It's really easy. Uh, if you want to just download the report compared to everything, just click on Download Report. If you want to compare one school to another, just click on compare schools and you will be good to go for those people who really don't want to monkey around with the school's effect on home value school chimp is really the best way to do it if you're searching for a home to buy and you don't you just feel like there's got to be more inventory out there you just don't feel like you're seeing everything well i mean that could be the case i bought investment properties over the years and in 2001 2002 i can't tell you how many properties I found that we're not listed in one listing service in Atlanta, but they were listed in another. And the solution to that problem for you is SureMLS.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com. If you are frustrated with your search, go to SureMLS.com today. What if you have water in your basement or bats, heaven forbid, in the attic? Maybe you did a home addition. If you were buying one of these homes, how would you feel if any of these items, there was something wrong with them and you were not... They were not disclosed by the seller for you to consider as you were considering whether or not you wanted to make an offer to purchase that home. 
And then you close on the home, you move into the home, and you start finding water in the basement, bats in the attic, and maybe a potential home addition. I want to mention that, you know, it is my belief that uh, you should never buy a home, even a new construction home, without having a home inspection. There are lots and lots of home buyers out there who choose not to have a home inspection, and um, I, I, don't, I don't love that. You need the opportunity. Georgia's a buyer beware state, which means it is your responsibility as a buyer to discover everything that you need to discover for the home. Barbara in Peachtree Corners submitted a listener question. She says, I've been searching for my first home and have seen several sellers' property disclosure statements. Exactly what must be revealed to a buyer when considering an offer? Well, the seller's property disclosure statement is produced by the Georgia Association of Realtors. I would love to tell you that it is the perfect form, uh, but it does not cover everything that, that you need to cover. So take everything in the seller's disclosure. You're reviewing. You're looking for yes answers that are negative. You have to disclose water. You have to disclose whether or not you made improvements without permits, whether or not there are any electrical issues, the age of the heating and air conditioning, the age of the water heater, the age of the roof. But remember as a buyer that what the seller's disclosure says is to the best of my recollection, here's what I'm stating about the property. And so if, for example, a seller misremembers and they disclose it, they're not really, and they fail to disclose something, they're not really violating something and it would be very difficult to prove that a seller knew something was wrong and then failed to disclose it. So my suggestion is you need to uh, make sure you double and triple check through a good home inspector. And uh, I like the ones that are the most detailed, and in some cases I call them ornery. They're not really ornery, but I want somebody that's in there looking to find things to protect my interest. I think that is extremely important. Nearly one-fifth of all Americans rent storage spaces, and I know that sounds hard to believe, but it is true. A few months back, we did a segment on how to choose a storage unit, uh, but with all of the people who are working from home or people who are downsizing, there are lots of people renting self-storage space. They say 53 million square feet of new self-storage space will join the U.S. landscape in 20. 23 alone, Gen X, or those who are 40 to 55, make up the majority of self-storage renters. Nearly a quarter of all Gen X adults do so. I do so. I'm embarrassed to say, and they cite not having enough space at home is the main reason. I, I need it for work purposes. Uh, the need for more space is 40% of the people who, 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 who rent. Um, you know, the, the amount of self-storage space that is actually occupied in the you know, United States is amazing. Renters are more likely to rent self-storage during a move than homeowners, 48, 44% compared to 25%. And self-storage rental is much more likely for people living in spaces between 1,000 and 1,500 square feet than it is for spaces that are bigger. So the reality is that um, there's a lot of people renting self-storage space. I can't believe 53 million square feet will be added to that market this year. If you're looking to sell your home anytime in the next six months, we believe that you need to know all of your options. There are four or five ways to sell a home, and you need to work with someone that will analyze all four or five of those for you. Give us a call at 770-497-0000, or you can just go to gogaddisradio.com, whatever works best for you. That is another week's edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. We appreciate you being with us. We, we will be back next Saturday 
at 9 a.m. And we look forward to talking to you then, Atlanta. Have a great week.